Hello, my name is Father Edward Looney, and you're listening to the weekly bonus episode of the podcast, How They Love Mary. I hope that this episode might be the beginning or the deepening of your Marian devotion. It's the month of Mary, and so there are many topics and tweets for us to discuss today. Let's get started. Since 2010, the 1859 Marian apparition in Champion, Wisconsin, commemorated at the National Shrine of Our Lady of Good Help, has enjoyed status as the only approved Marian apparition in the United States. Many thought that one day the apparitions received by Sister Mildred Mary Noisel, known as the Apparitions of Our Lady of America, would one day join that category. That was until today, when a decree of Kevin Rhodes of Fort Wayne was communicated to the U.S. bishops, indicating that the apparitions she received were not of supernatural origin. One of the followers of Marian Apparitions and Miracles is Michael O'Neill, relevant radio show host of The Miracle Hunter. He joins us briefly to discuss Our Lady of America. When it comes to the messages of Our Lady of America, many people point to the focus on purity. But when we look at the messages themselves, we talk about how she asks in general uh, that people have a reformation of life and that there must be sanctification from within them. And And she says she will work her miracles of grace only in those who ask for them and empty their souls of the love and attachment to sin in all that's displeasing to her son Jesus. So this seems to be the central message uh, that is carried throughout the messages of Our Lady of America. And, you know, this apparition was promoted by some heavy hitters in the Catholic hierarchy, most notably Cardinal Raymond Burke, who wrote a letter a number of years ago uh, encouraging devotion to Our Lady of America. And so I'm sure he might be as surprised as many of the adherents of this apparition that the bishops, especially Bishop Kevin Rhodes and five other bishops, made their announcement that it was not of supernatural origin. Yes, there, there's been there's been the support of uh, various people uh, throughout throughout the, the years over this. Of course, first of all, when we have the, the medal that was struck um, and the... Uh, the devotion uh, was encouraged at some points, but we do have uh, Cardinal Raymond Burke uh, from St. Louis and later um, the Apostolic Pre- uh, Signatura, the head of the Apostolic Signatura, um, where when he released his letter in 2007, he was actually, from a uh, canonical point of view, approving the actions that had gone forward um, when uh, Archbishop Liebold had approved this devotion. Uh, so, um, Clearly, he was in support of it by doing that. Of course, he had no—he didn't have the ability, not being the local ordinary, to make an approval of supernaturality or talk about the uh, approving the faith expression of the devotion. He was focusing only from the canonical aspect. But uh, clearly, anybody who uh, was in support of these visions of Our Lady of America probably would be surprised at this point uh, that the decision came out the way it did today. You mentioned that Archbishop Leobold promoted the devotion. This was one of the spiritual directors to the religious sister, uh, Sister Mildred Mary, and he promoted it as a personal devotion. And it seems that from the statement of the bishops that this devotion personally can continue, but there would be no public devotion Uh, to Our Lady of America. But one of the most concrete expressions of public devotion was the request of Our Lady to be enshrined in the National Basilica of the Immaculate Conception in Washington, D.C. And that's one of the most interesting things I think about this apparition was that there has been no 
place of devotion to my knowledge or like if you want to go to a shrine commemorating the apparitions I was always told that the shrine actually is built. It's in Washington, D.C., where she wants to be enshrined and to be honored there in, in the Capitol. What do you make of that request and, and kind of that status of, of devotion? Well, it, it has been interesting that the, uh, this, this, this alleged apparition was split between two cities, Fostoria, Ohio, and Rome City, Indiana. And at neither location was there a big shrine, uh, as you mentioned, uh, where people could go and honor Our Lady under this title. And they often wanted to go to one of those two places, but there really was nowhere to go. And so the request, as you mentioned, was that the statue, and there was a, a statue that was uh, formally uh, constructed that uh, followed Sister Mary, Mil- Mary Mildred Newsel's, uh description of Mary. There was a statue constructed, and it was said that the request of Mary was that it would uh, be placed after a solemn procession into the National Shrine of the Immaculate Conception in Washington, D.C. And there have been many people who have been hoping for this, perhaps to consecrate uh, America to Our Lady, or perhaps to push forward uh, in, in this uh, approval of, of the devotion, because such an act uh, would be seen as a sign of the approval of the supernaturality of uh, this, this devotion. So many people have been asking for that, and uh, it was a very concrete act that was uh, requested, but clearly... At this point, that that isn't going to happen. So for now, we'll continue to follow Our Lady of America and kind of the news that comes out and what people are saying about it in the days and weeks ahead. But of course, there are so many other approved Marian apparitions that we can follow, including this upcoming week, the Feast of Our Lady of Fatima, the beginning of her apparitions in Portugal in 1917 on May 13th. And so we continue to honor Our Lady through these approved apparitions and perhaps turn away for for the time from Our Lady of America. Thank you so much, Michael, for sharing your thoughts about this recent news. There have been many articles this month that have been written about the Blessed Mother. I can't cover all of them, but there are a number that caught my eye to quote Catherine Jean Lopez. Phil Kozlowski, a regular contributor to Althea, had a number of wonderful articles on that website. So many that I wanted to share almost all of them, but I had to wean through them and find just a few to share. In one addressing praying the rosary and not feeling isolated, he recommended recalling that Mary and Jesus are with us in our prayer, and then to unite ourselves in prayer with the saints in heaven, that when we pray in that way, we no longer will feel isolated and find more power in the rosary that we are praying. In another article, Phil shared a prayer from the writings of St. John Paul II, who called Mary the mother of the church at home. In a time when we truly are living the domestic church at home, we can pray this prayer of the saintly pontiff, which begins, May the Virgin Mary, who is the mother of the church, also be the mother of the church of the home. Thanks be to her motherly aid. May each Christian family really become a little church in which the mystery of the church of Christ is mirrored and given new life. Phil also answers another question that we all have about the Blessed Mother. Why is she depicted as always wearing blue? Have you ever wondered that? Be sure to check out his article, but here's the spoiler. The color is multiple spiritual meetings, each revealing a different attribute of the Mother of God. Learn more by finding the link in the show notes. And Phil also points out that the most popular Marian prayer during tribulation are the words of Mary herself, the Magnificat, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. Even in times of tribulation, we can give thanks to God. 
If you want to learn more about Marian devotion, especially from the perspective of the saints, check out Church Pop's article, Mary's Secret to Sanctity, Supernatural Revelations of Heaven's Most Powerful Intercessor. And even though we are one-third of the way into May, Annabelle Mosley offers us 10 ways we can honor Mary during the month of May. Take your Marian devotion to the next level by checking out her suggestions on Althea. Elizabeth Scalia, contributor to Word on Fire, wrote an article about Mary meeting the sword of Simeon's prophecy. It is a creative piece, and you'll wonder if you're living out of Elizabeth Scalia's imaginative prayer or reliving the experience of Mary herself. Check it out. We turn now from Marian topics to trending Marian tweets and posts. Marian sidewalk art is trending lately. The Diocese of Fargo shared on their Facebook page the sidewalk artwork of a teenager, Maria Lowe, truly stunning and breathtaking. Exulted Easter Emily, handle Emily K-A-T-H 319, tweeted, So my older sister teaches at St. Rita's in Alexandria, and the school handed out chalk to each family. They started a Chalk It Up to Mary campaign to honor our mother on streets and sidewalks during quarantine. How cool. This is my sister's, thinking we may participate as well. Her sister depicted Our Lady of Czestochowa, the Polish Madonna. Daughter of St. Paul, Sister Julia Derenkamp shared a beautiful image of Mary, a star of the sea. It came across my Facebook feed. Another daughter of St. Paul, Sister Bethany, shared about that title of Mary, Stella Morris, and how it was active in her spiritual life in one of the very first episodes of this podcast, How They Love Mary. Check it out in Season 1. Edith, handle Catholica Edith, tweeted, Sure, you might be strong enough to handle the pandemic, but is your heart strong enough to handle Mary receiving the Eucharist from the priest St. John? Think about it. The early church celebrated the Eucharist, right? Think about Mary receiving Holy Communion. This is an image that I personally have fallen in love with when I visited the Poor Claire Colatine nuns at their monastery in Rockford, Illinois, and one that has fascinated me in all of the artwork and through the writings of a priest that, that I've read, Father Daniel Lord. That's something for us to meditate about, the image of Mary receiving Holy Communion from the hand of St. John. This past week, I mistook a tweet from the ELCA Lutheran's account, which tweeted, Mother God. I thought it was invoking Marian intercession. I read, Mother of God. Imagine my surprise when I went back to record this podcast and discovered that was not the case, that they were actually addressing God as Mother God. Katie Prejean McGrady, at Katie Prejean, recently invoked the intercession of Our Lady of the Building Blocks after her daughter built a toy grotto to a small statue of the Blessed Mother. The Marian Library from the University of Dayton, Marian Library UD, their handle on Twitter, shared, quote, A new section of the website is dedicated to learning about the Blessed Virgin Mary and connecting which items from our collections, all while having some fun. Visit udayton.edu slash Library and click on Fun and Games with Mary to learn more about this new project of theirs. Handle Derek4812 has become acutely aware of the reality that the devil is afraid of the rosary, while Jack Bingham, handle Hope Catholic, says he feels so protected while praying the rosary. Father Thomas Ferguson shared about the miraculous medal as one of the most popular Marian sacramentals in his latest video of the series Shepherd's Voice. Sister Helena Burns of the Daughters of St. Paul reminds followers that the sisters have three best-loved, best-selling albums of Marian songs. You can find them at daughtersofstpaulchoir.org slash albums slash Marian. Adoration Servants, 
handle Adoration Serve, shares images of their grandmother's only statue of Mary, which she cherished and used for decades while praying to the Blessed Mother. Now it resides on their little family prayer station. I ask you now, as we hear that story of their grandmother, do you have a statue of Mary in your home? What does it mean to you? Former Bishop of Green Bay and current Bishop of the Diocese of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Bishop David Zubik, tweeted, Mary is the friend we ask to pray for us when we are troubled because she is so close to Jesus. Spend time with her and learn how to follow him as she does. His brother Bishop Timothy Cardinal Dolan shared similar sentiments, quote, In our Catholic tradition, the month of May is dedicated to Mary. That devotion is particularly poignant this May. Whenever we're in need, we usually turn to our moms. When we're in spiritual turmoil, we can turn to our Blessed Mother. Rekindle your devotion to Mary this month, end quote. Of course, we find ourselves during this time of coronavirus, and we truly are invoking the intercession of Mary, along with Pope Francis and those additional prayers that he asked us to pray at the conclusion of the rosary. In other news, this upcoming week on May 13th, we'll celebrate the first apparition of Our Lady of Fatima. On May 13th, the National Blue Army Shrine will host a Marathon in honor of Our Lady of Fatima. Learn more at bluearmy.com slash marathon. Thanks to at Fatima Blue Army for sharing this information. Pope Francis on Friday, May 8th, tweeted, Today at the Shrine of Our Lady of Pompeii, the faithful lift up intense prayer of supplication to Our Lady of the Rosary. Let us pray together, so that through the intercession of the Holy Virgin, the Lord might grant mercy and peace on the Church and the entire world. Tradical at No True Scotus tweeted, May 8th is the feast of the patronage of the Blessed Virgin Mary over the Order of Preachers, honoring Our Lady and her role as patroness of all Dominicans. End quote. On this day, then, in which the Dominicans celebrate the Blessed Mother, we wish them all a blessed feast day this past May 8th. Inez San Martin handle at I-N-E-S-A-N-M-A, tweeted, Today is the Feast of Our Lady of Lujan, patron of Argentina. Here's what you need to know about her story and the influence it's had in the country since a 14-inch terracotta image of Our Lady of the Immaculate Conception chose to stay in Lujan. Be sure to check out Inez San Martin's article about Our Lady of Lujan. Of course, you know that our Holy Father Pope Francis originated from Argentina, and he often, each year, would celebrate a Marian feast day at the Shrine of Our Lady of Lujan. This title of Mary is one that is dear to him. This Sunday, May 10th, is observed as Mother's Day in the U.S. As we honor our earthly moms, don't forget about your Heavenly Mother, the Blessed Virgin Mary. St. Louis de Montfort says, When we pray the Hail Mary, we offer Mary a rose. Let's honor her this weekend and give our mom in heaven a spiritual rose. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. You've been listening to a bonus episode of the podcast, How They Love Mary. I hope that it has either been the beginning or the deepening of your Marian devotion. If you enjoy this podcast, I'd ask you to please leave us a review so others might find it as well. You can follow me, Father Edward Looney, on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at the handle at FR Edward Looney. Until next time, let us remain united in prayer to Jesus through Mary. God bless. Music